hey, how's it going? Oh, it's going good. I had a, I had a mouthful of water. If that's the first thing people hear, it's going to be so... Nobody wants to hear my... I just got this new mic, and it's yeah. like... It's um, it's good, but I've been like listening to my own voice and editing my own voice for a hundred years now. And with this new mic, I can hear like this awful sounds that like the insides of my like dumb wet Eagle. cheeks make. It's like <laughs> real. It's like I'm getting intimate with my, um, with my mouth noises in a way that like at first I thought I was going to be psyched about, but it's like God, I can hear what my like my just wet cheeks slapping against Eagle. my molars sounds like. It's awful. Yeah, I mean, there is a kind of not even just diminishing returns with audio quality, but just really, it just gets into the negative space really quickly. It gets bad. With a certain level of microphone, with a certain level of like, um, uh, like prof- professionalism in the equipment that you use, like eventually it just turns into ASMR. Like eventually, every, <laughs> like with a good enough microphone, when you hear that wet cheek slap, like that's some that's gonna that's gonna do that for somebody. Um, which makes me think we should go when we started doing podcasts and stuff, we were using rock band mics, which it is right. actually, impo- it's impossible to get ASMR off those. <laughs> right. They're not, they're not sophisticated enough to produce that, which is like, I think the ultimate expression of human audio is asthma. Yeah, sure. Yeah. That's been my experience. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That whole thing is so fascinating to me just because I, um, I can't watch the intentional ones. Like I'll sometimes find videos where it's like, oh, this is someone talking quietly about a historical board game. And I can kind of put that on and fall asleep to it. Mm-hmm. But um, the the ones that are intentional, just um, I find them really upsetting. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't want to, um, I don't want to yuck any yums, but like, no, no, I, no. I, f- I feel the same way just because it's like, um, it feels like I shouldn't be party to yes, it. Exactly. I think, you know, I, like I feel like oh I shouldn't I, this isn't this is this is so not for me and so intentionally for someone else that I feel like I'm breaching some sort of level of trust by being a participant in it. Um, right. But there are there are those videos that are my my oldest brother Justin is like the like master of of this. He I think he was like one of the first people I knew who earnestly like he fell asleep and he may still do this. Um he would always talk about how he falls asleep to like candle reviews. <laughs> like there's like a YouTube channel where they just review candles and talk about like, I guess the scent and the length of burn mm-hmm. and sort of um, wick design. Um, and cause that's like really important. And like, you know, um, a smoke, smoke c- content. Mm-hmm. I, I've never watched any of these videos, but would just like turn those on just be like, ah, a human voice. Good night. Um, <laughs> Those I can hang with, but um, yeah, I just, I feel, I feel like I shouldn't be there for some of them. It does, it feels overly intimate to me. It's, it does. Yeah. 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 Um, and that's something that, that comes up a lot on this show is just like intimacy and like either videos or podcasts or just any kind of like production where you're putting yourself out there as a human being for people to like pick up in some way. Um, and that can be a really weird thing to, to navigate. Like, I can't imagine what the kind of like, if you're producing ASMR content, like the kind of relationship you must have to like your, your fans. I can't even imagine what that would be like. Yeah. Cause it, it, I like, I, I only know what it's like from a like um, comedy and video games, like content mm-hmm. producer where like, that relationship is very um, fun and light for the most part. And um, there's definitely people who have some sort of like emotional resonance with the stuff that we make, but it's, this is, I don't know how to describe ASMR because like, I don't, um, I don't do it very much, but I know like there are lots of people who do it like a lot. And um, like, it, it seems like the most intimate thing. It's literally like, it's, it seems like it's, uh, emulating like I'm gonna put my mouth just right up against that yeah. ear and just mm-hmm. like do a little bit of like scat man in there. <laughs> like I, it's it seems like way, um, it's like weird to talk about, it, but it seems like literally closer. Like literally, like their their mouth is closer to the <laughs> microphone and closer to your um your eardrums and like mm-hmm. uh yeah yeah. I, I've never done that deep a dive. I'm I'm fully talking out of my mouth. ASMR, I think, is like one of like many things that I just like. Ah, how how fun and cool that this exists, and mm-hmm. that's the extent of my research into yeah. it. 
<laughs> what is yeah. it? People are talking. People are talking really close into each other's ears and like doing crinkles and like doing uh, what's it? What's it called? Like the omniphonic microphone that actually like looks like an ear, so it feels <laughs> like it's like going in your ear the right way. Like, oh, cool, cool, cool. God, maybe I know more about ASMR. Than I, <laughs> I think you do know a little bit more, at least than I do. I didn't know about the ear mic. Um, it's it sounds the, like it's, it's the it, it's so buck wild. The I only know about it because Verge did a video on it, and it's a, it's a microphone. It's two microphones that go plugged into like a silicone head, um, uh-huh. with like uh, ears, and the microphones are like in the ears where the eardrums would be. So whenever the sound hits the mics, they come through ear shaped stuff, so that when you listen to it, it like recreates the sensation of like sound vibrations going through an ear and into your ear it's, oh my it's God. yeah but it, I, it also requires you to have like a a silicon head in your house somewhere <laughs> which is a lot to ask yeah that that is the big ask for sure i oh my god i love that though i love that like it's gone from what seems like just this accidental kind of like weird phenomenon that people sort of discovered on their own and it has become like this really highly specialized thing yeah i'm gonna google it right now that's probably yeah. rude i won't do that while on your <laughs> podcast i am gonna definitely put a link to that head though in the show notes because um i do want to like ha- see how much that would cost um not that i need one or anything i'm just curious but um, a silicon head mic yeah 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 i don't think they sell those at like guitar center <laughs> i think that's a specialty yeah yeah um but I did actually, I did want to talk about, um, if you're, you're into talking about it, like maybe something that's a little closer to your experience, um, with, with kind of fan communities and with, um, people sort of picking up what you're putting down because, so I, I've been listening to like some of your work for, oh God, like maybe four or five years at this point. Um, and it really, it just seems to me like in the last year or like maybe two years like things have popped off in like a very major way like i guess between um like the zone cast um and some of the video series like carboys obviously um and then the tv show like it just seems like it's been like such like a buck wild year for you Um, yeah yeah (laughs) and like i'm wondering if that's how you've experienced it like has it seemed like all at once or has has this been kind of like the culmination of like a lot of things um, and has that sort of like changed how you're, how you're having to navigate, like being on a platform like Twitter? Um, I mean, yes, yes to all, like it, it, it ha- things I think is, uh, have, things have grown like pretty exponentially, like across, um, ev- everything and, <laughs> uh, which is like, it's so, it's so, it's very, very cool and like, um, Nobody wants to like hear somebody who's like doing doing kind of well in these departments like <laughs> complain about anything. Which I get. I I it, it, things have blown up, and I think like I don't know what to attribute it to necessarily. Like, it's it's not anything. It's it's not anything traditional. Like there the, the success that we found. I don't think has come through any like traditional means, and that, like we've never advertised mm-hmm. our well, like I guess CISO advertised our TV show. I see it so much and maybe uh, I don't know if like I don't know if Facebook ads show up specifically a lot if it's you like the thing you're in but I get ads for my own TV shows so much like every time like I'll see two posts on Facebook on mobile and then I'll scroll and see my 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 dumbass face um in a like a video ad for the TV show um but it's like that's that's not where it came from um I think Ad- Adventure Zone was like a um like a big catalyst like that shows audience in the last year, like every three months has doubled, um, like over and over again. Um, which is, uh, which is very humbling and very flattering. And, um, like, I think uh, if I were to attribute it to something, it's just that I think we like make a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. I guess I can attribute some of it to like law of large numbers. Like I specifically <laughs> like make a, a bunch of stuff like, Today, before I got on this podcast, I did an interview uh, with somebody about the Adventure Zone, and then Nick and I were just recording Carboys. And then, as soon as we're done recording here, I'm going to go do Touch the Skyrim, and we're going to finish <laughs> Carboys. And then tomorrow, I'm going to edit uh, Touch the Skyrim and record Cool Games Inc. And uh, Friday, I'll be publishing Touch the Skyrim and prepping to record my Bim Bam. Like, there's it's it's kind of um, it's kind of nonstop, and so like 
I don't know. I think I, I chalk some of it up to that. I think we're just out there a lot. Mm-hmm. Like there's a, it's um, easier to expand your personal brand if you have like two different pieces of content come out every single day. <laughs> um, but at the same time, like uh, Justin said this thing about the Adventure Zone that I think was really um, accurate. And he said it was like we were driving a car that like started to fly. Like, I don't know what to do with that. Like, this is the first piece of fiction that we've ever done. And now there's like a pretty huge audience for it and a lot of them want a lot of different things from yeah. it and i i struggle from i i struggle with like um not wanting to disappoint anybody mm-hmm. like that has been sort of a guiding force for all the things we make like somebody says you've disappointed me and we take a look at it and say like oh you're right we can do that better but now there's people saying you'll disappoint me if you do what they want you to do and uh, yeah um so like i've kind of i've kind of started to pull back from online stuff like from from uh social networks and stuff like that um yeah it's gotten it's get it's gotten very very complicated um in in a way i don't really know how to navigate yeah and i feel like there isn't a great um there aren't a lot of references for how to deal with this stuff i mean in the past like you were talking about how a lot of this stuff isn't isn't through like traditional means like there you didn't advertise um you're not sort of like going through those traditional channels that people would have and in the past like there are people who sort of deal with this stuff right there are people who um who do publicity there are people who who do management and all this stuff and you're sort of expected to do all of those things um and to to be very accessible to people too and there's not really a great playbook for how to do that aside from maybe like your peers right there's like there's a um where i like i pride myself on like i pride myself is a weird way to say that (laughs) i like i think it's cool that like we we have become the podcasters and video content creators and like content creators in general that we are because of listening to folks and whether that means like them saying like hey don't do that and we try our best not to do that and course correct or people telling us like what what they want and then we try to um fill fill that need but like at the same time there is a logical terminus to that where like um a certain number of people telling you what they want is like eventually that's just going to become kind of too big to listen to. Mm-hmm. To quote my favorite movie, Bruce Almighty, Merritt, <laughs> it's very much like Bruce Almighty when mm-hmm. he wants to do all the prayers, but there's like a billion prayers. Not that we have a billion listeners, as cool as that would be. Um, it's just like, it's it's uh, it's a lot and it's it's coming from all directions and like eventually like it's, it's uh, we're, I feel like we're disappointing more people than we are uh, delighting just based on the fact that just we can't do, we can't like do everything. Um, and we can't like appease everyone and we can't take on like every piece of feedback that we mm-hmm. get because it's in conflict with like what other feedback is and like what we think is Im- important. Um, which is like, man, I'll be honest. Like it causes a lot of anxiety. Yeah. Like, like a, like a, like a whole lot. Um, I, I, I partially because of like, I have just really, really 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 bad um imposter syndrome Mm. especially with adventure zone which is the first like fiction thing i've ever done where like i wonder what is going to be the episode i put up that like is the one where people realize like wait this thing sucks or like oh (laughs) like or or like the episode that like ends our career like i i always like once i finish (sighs) editing an episode i almost always go back and like like re-listen to it and just make sure like okay if i was somebody who didn't know this thing and i i i didn't go into the making of this episode would this be good for me and like i get so in my head about it and it's 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 um probably not the most healthful way to like make stuff i mean i think it's hard for anyone who who is putting work out there and values other people's um thoughts and feelings and especially doesn't want to hurt anyone because like it's a very easy way to to get in your head and to sort of want to anticipate everything and to to sort of take care of everyone um and then at some point it does yeah it becomes this overwhelming thing of um 
there just being too many people to not to say that you know after a certain point you are bound to to hurt people or cause people discomfort, but um, but it does become a lot harder to sort of like watch for every possible thing that someone might come into someone might come into it totally fresh or like from without having the context that you've established and right. um and not really sort of get what you're doing at the same time like i think that's a i i i, I would never like complain about something like that because like right, i right. that 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 um that like path is it's not just improved our work and made our work like way mm -hmm. more accessible like it has improved me like i am a, i am a different person um because uh, I, I think it's easy to just like give up and say like, right. well, it is it is what it is. And if you don't like it, then that's your problem. Um, where like, I think it is like a really um, uh, genuinely like transformative like way of self-improvement to just like listen and learn and be uh, empathetic for mm -hmm. like a second and, and try to try to um, you know, do, do things better and make your content more accessible. Um, it's just like, it's it, 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 the, the, this is, this is maybe a horrible thing to say, but like the more you do that though, the more comes in, if you know right. what I mean? Like if it, and, and that's fine. Like that's totally cool. And that just means more opportunities to, to <laughs> you know, learn and improve our stuff and make our stuff more, um, more approachable. But like, um, showing that you like listen to people's feedback and um, want to like incorporate that feedback and like make better stuff and become a better human makes I think more people come in to give you feedback because they yeah. they like see that you have that relationship which we do like I I don't want to like I would never stymie that um, it's just it just makes things uh, it's a question of like scale like right, it just right. makes things it makes things more and more complicated. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And I know um uh you all sometimes make like joking references to the early parts of Mabim Bam. Um I think like there's been warnings like a few times like do not go back and listen to the first episodes. I um, I legit like want to put out um I know there's there's one other podcast that did this and I can't remember who it is. Um but like an episode 0 that like shows up in the feed just like hey um so <laughs> we didn't we fucked we fucked up hi new fans maybe you heard about <laughs> us maybe you heard about us from our tv show or um because you saw a tweet from lin-manuel miranda um that's cool welcome to the show just episode 150 is a good starting point i think <laughs> um yeah like i joke about it but i i also like i'm kind of humiliated about it like I, I can't make excuses for it because we used to like we we would say things about um like marginalized groups not like not like that sounds <laughs> like maybe we, we were just like barfing hate speech which wasn't true we would just like mm -hmm. use the wrong terminology or we, we would talk about groups as if they were these abstractions sure that didn't exist because like we were ignorant and we just like didn't like didn't know that those people existed and not just existed but like consumed our content and were fans of our content um and so like i don't know i'm kind of i'm kind i'm genuinely embarrassed at like how long it took us to get our fucking act together and say like hey maybe we should like listen to what these actual people are saying and like learn how to make stuff that doesn't actively hurt people who who like us um because like i don't know i want that to be my my brand <laughs> like <laughs> yeah as a, a, a nice safe place where we can have fun and do whatever um but for a while there like it wasn't like it wasn't we didn't do anything to to like take steps in that direction um and so like there have been times where it's just like god if i could nuke the first hundred episodes of Mabim bam from orbit like i i I would, I think I do it. Cause it's, um, I don't know. I, I don't, it makes me uncomfortable that like folks go back and listen to that and think that's like, I mean, it is who we were in the moment, but like mm -hmm. we've got, we've gotten better. I think <laughs> I hope. Right. I mean, it was like, when did the show start? Uh, 2010. Oh my God. Right. Like that was, 
kind of a long time ago, at least like in, in podcast land, like that is a very long running thing. And I mean, I think, I don't know, you would hope that anyone who would go back there that far, you know, would, I don't know. Do people start listening to podcasts from the beginning? I feel like that's not, it's tough when we've got, we're at 354 episodes now. And like, I, I wouldn't know where to hop. I listen to like two podcasts, so I wouldn't like yeah. know where to hop on to a 354 episode podcast. Cause we do have like some running gags, I guess that like, sure. You should know that we're like really into horse talk. Horses, yeah. Um, uh, but uh, I, I, I mean, I also think that like those, those older episodes also aren't as funny. Like I, and I'm not saying that just because I think we were uh, exceedingly problematic at times. I think that they would just were like, I just don't think we'd figured out. Like, I think we've just gotten funnier over the sure, years by nature. Yeah. The fact that like we've done a comedy, we've done several comedy podcasts now for um, almost a decade. Um, it's sort of, you improve the craft eventually. Right. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would hope that, you know, people who, who do that are folks who sort of are already, you know, on board and realize, like, look at the timestamp and are like, oh, that was a while ago. And like, oh, there is this process of learning that, um, that happens, I think for everyone. Um, but for some people, by virtue of the fact that they are online happens in public. And this is something that I think about a lot for younger people, because, um, I think we're about the same age and, Growing up, like before social media was a thing, I had some really bad ideas, but I had yeah. the luxury of them not being documented on my Tumblr or on my Twitter or Facebook um, forever. So, like, you didn't have a you didn't have a live journal. Um, I had one on and off, and like you know, I was mostly on like instant messengers. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. and uh, you know, people weren't really in the habit of keeping logs as much as they are today. I don't think. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was like, I feel like we're still figuring out how to deal with the fact that people can change and grow. Um, and like for kids growing up now, I can't imagine what it's like to be sort of doing that in a very, a much more public way, I feel like, than, yeah, than we sure. ever had to. I like, um, this, this like... This idea, or it's not an idea, it's just like how, how, how it was when we were starting and we were really ignorant about stuff. When I was 15, I was ignorant as fuck. I was ignorant about like a lot more things um, because this idea of just like not knowing how to or like bothering to empathize with these groups who are in your mind abstractions, like I... I grew up in um, a fairly like homogenous sort of environment in, in West Virginia for 22 years um and so for a long time like i just like i wasn't uh i wasn't like exposed to or like bothered to like learn how to be like a decent human being i guess which is like i don't know i'm saying this out loud and i realize what a shitty excuse it is but i i also think like um i i, I i'm on the same page where like i am glad that like everything i said or thought when i was in fucking high school was not set in stone mm -hmm. um, because the 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 internet the like proper noun like capital I internet has sh like shown me so many times that like there is no extent to which they will not go back <laughs> in time to like pull up a relic of who you were and who you like uh, obviously must still be um, and that's like terrifying like I get I get legitimate like I don't know how kids like not kids, but I guess like teens and high schoolers and stuff are going to deal with that. Um, because when they're older, when they're our age, like there's going to be so much shit on them. Like yeah. so much shit. Yeah. I mean, I think it's going to change at the point at which, um, yeah, someone who's that age now is running for office and, uh, someone finds something from their like 14 year olds uh, Tumblr account, like there must, there's going to have to be like a norm shift at some point because it just will become untenable because everyone will have stuff. And I feel like when that critical mass sort of happens, people will sort of realize like, Oh right. The way we relate to these archives is going to have to be different. Yeah. Or some like, 13 year old today is going to be like a senator when they grow up and, and they'll be the ones that lead the charge just like all right let's just do one 
purge. <laughs> Let's just like power cycle the internet and just like erase the whole thing mm-hmm. and we'll start over. Um, we'll get, you know, we'll get open table up again first, just cause like, it's nice to be able to make easy reservations and just not stress out about it. That'll be mm-hmm. the first website we get back up. Um, and then we'll just sort of go from there. Yeah. But, but let's get rid of all of it just for a second. <laughs> I'm for it. I think, yeah. Fresh start. Operation Clean Slate. Um, I mean, I've Operation Clean Slated a lot of my old internet <laughs> relics. Same, same. Um, more than I, more than I probably care to admit. Um, so I, man, I, <laughs> I sympathize with our, our future generations. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how to handle like I'm a dad now. I have right. a five. I have a five month old, and I actually literally just got a push notification from. We have an app that we use for our daycare. Uh-huh. Um, you just got a diaper change at one thirty five p.m. Hell yeah! Looks like it was <laughs> wet. No bm. All right. Very granular. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how. He, like I don't know how he's gonna deal with this stuff, and how I guess I by proxy I'm gonna like help deal with this. Mm-hmm. stuff like before i had a kid i remember like seeing how teens used internet in general <laughs> and just being like boy when i was a kid like i wouldn't have, i wouldn't have done that i think that that's like kind of kind of a weird way to do things and now like i'm gonna have like a son that like when do i get him a cell phone how's that gonna work <laughs> i don't know when was your first cell phone my first cell phone jesus um i got a beeper from justin that he <laughs> He picked up from, uh, he was in like a, and this is not him, this is not him at all, but he was in a mosh pit once and he just like found a beeper on the floor and then used it for a while and then gave it to me. Um, So I used that for a little bit. Um, And then I, hmm, I, I, uh, I was dating somebody in high school and they put me on their family plan. (laughs) So I got a phone from that for a while and then we broke up and then I got, uh, we, I was not on the family plan anymore. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, I don't know. I was in college. I think when I had like my first like real cell phone mm. for myself, Yeah. um, I had that beeper when I was like, <laughs> when I was like 14, I don't think any, I was, I don't think I was ever bepped. <laughs> Just getting a stranger's beeps. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was college for me as well. Um, and yeah, I just, I saw like a news piece today that like my, um, my hometown's like school board is blocking Snapchat and YouTube and, uh, Instagram on their Wi-Fi. Can you and do it, that? I guess. I didn't know you could do that, but they're doing that. And it's like, wow, that is just like a completely different world. <laughs> me. Yeah. Like, obviously it's like, yeah, that's kind of a, a obvious thing to say but like it's very different from rushing home to like get on msn messenger yeah um i just like i i don't god i don't want to this is like this is every this is every conversation (laughs) about future generations that anybody has ever had ever and like i don't yeah um i don't i don't want to like play into that and like say uninteresting things but like when i was in high school one of my friends had the like nokia 9600 or whatever like the little brick of a phone Mm -hmm. um that had snake on it and we used to just pass that phone around during class and i would play snake and we got very competitive about snake this was a phone that did one thing (laughs) and we were so distracted by it like i didn't and and I didn't need like more distractions. I, I used to like borrow my friend's TI 83, whatever calculators to play drug wars or whatever in class. Like, anything, <laughs> yeah. anything, 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 just not yeah. to pay attention. And if I, if I had this device, I could play fucking final fantasy nine on. Oh like, my God. That's it. Rip. I'm done. <laughs> I was not a good student to begin with. And I had, and I had to like, just like throw together my own little distractions and yeah. now there's like i don't know i don't know <sighs> but it's, at the same time i'm amazed by um how much more together a lot of teens that i know are than when i was a kid because like the the thing with having i mean again i <laughs> we can get off the scene we don't have to just be <laughs> we don't have to just be old people but um i am genuinely amazed by like like when I was in high school, I was, like, a complete fuck-up and, like, didn't know anything about anything. Like, I was a dumb baby. And um, there are, like, 
like I know teens now who are like because they have access to like to Tumblr and to like all of these like really high level kinds of ideas that like no one's learning in school like you know I think there are probably teens who are like not paying attention in trigonometry to learn about like complex social dynamics in the world on Tumblr and that like blows my mind yeah like God, I hope that's like I hope that <laughs> I totally am with you, and like I, I that has also been my um, experience. And like, fuck it, like we have a bunch of young listeners who I think are like cooler than most teens and more like educated on stuff. Not that any of that any of that education is coming from us; um, they just sort of osmose it, I guess, from um, <laughs> Tumblr and other uh, sort of channels. But um, man, I hope I hope that's the case. I don't know, man. I thought, God, how many like old person conversation topics are we going to get into? <laughs> it's just like every, I feel like every generation I'm sorry, thinks you're like thirty now. So I know, Jesus. Yeah. Every like generation thinks like, wow, this younger generation is going to be so cool and is really going to crack this thing wide open. And like, I'm sure for every every like teen that's out there using their phone to like get informed, there's somebody who's <laughs> going to try to undo their efforts to the best of their ability. <laughs> I don't even like I I talk about all this I'm, I I goof around about all this stuff like joking about like oh I don't know what I'm going to do when my you know son gets a cell phone but like I am so um like the process of like raising a a child is like got me so myopic that like I don't think about that at all like all I think about <laughs> is like um are you going to roll over soon or he's got, um, he has hand, foot and mouth disease, which is just like a bad rash situation Oof. that like a bunch of babies get, um, which is really, really cool. Cause, uh, when our daycare found out, they sent an email out to everybody who has uh. kids in the daycare <laughs> where my son is patient zero. They don't name him. They're like, somebody has hand, foot and mouth disease because somebody's parents didn't wash them enough, I guess. <laughs> Um, that's not true. That's not where hand, foot, and mouth is. <laughs> um, and so like, that's all I think, that's all I'm thinking about. Like, I can't close my eyes and visualize like, right. Taking my, my son to get him on the family plan. Like all I think about <laughs> is like, when's that rash gonna yeah. not be there anymore? Yeah. That's, it's wild. I mean, like the fact also that that coincided with all of it, all of these things that you're doing just seems to me to be like like how how do like how 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 do that like how do parents how, yeah. do, how do parents and and like web series um like I, what is your life like at this point like do you have are you i mean i think you you play persona 5 right i played persona 5 almost entirely on remote play while i was like chilling on the couch <laughs> um uh, I mean, the good thing about uh, babies, they go to sleep, like, mm, hella early, like, right. super, super early. And Persona 5 came out right when we had sort of gotten, made some ground on sleep training him. Mm -hmm. So for a while, you can't really, like, sleep sleep train a baby until they're a certain age. Um, but before that, he was waking up every hour. And it was <laughs> fucking brutal. It was brutal <laughs> on all of us. Because, like... He would get up and it was time to go to daycare and he hadn't slept like at all. Oh god. And um and of course we were like waking up on an hourly basis, which is like physically the most exhausting shit. But fortunately for all of us, he started sleeping basically right when Persona 5 came out. So I was able to crush that one. Um but that was literally all I did with my free time. I wasn't <laughs> doing other stuff. Um Yeah, it's 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 a lot. And it's um I was doing a lot before I had a before I had a yeah, baby and I kind yeah. of justified it by like, well, um, I can always put more work into this thing to make it good. Like I, mm -hmm. I operate under the assumption that there is no cap. <laughs> there's no cap on the amount of time or effort you can put into a thing. And so you can always make that thing better and better and better and better. And that is sort of shaped adventure zone. And it's like why I make music for adventure zone now. And it's why I put, um, a bunch of extra like production work into it. It's because I think every second of, work i put into the thing it is one second of work better yeah um but now like that is not it's not that's not a feasible way to live anymore because mm -hmm. i don't have um i don't have all that time because it's important for me that like when five o'clock rolls around or i'm i'm the one who like takes 
my son too and picks up my baby from daycare, like I punch out as soon as I can like hang out with my baby. Like I, I want to do that partially because like I, I enjoy spending time with him, but also like, that's the kind of like dad I want to be, I guess, even though like he doesn't, he doesn't get it. He <laughs> barely like, he barely like see or do anything. Um, but like, I, so I don't have all this extra time. I don't have all this extra, like, um, I used to edit adventure zone, uh, like Wednesday nights. It goes up on Thursdays and I would stay up to like two thirty. Mm-hmm. like, just like, okay, I can do more. Oh, I can polish this. I can do this. I can polish this. I can do this. And now like, I can't do that. And it makes me, it makes me worried about like the quality of everything. Um, but that fear is completely overridden by like, boy, I hope this rash clears up soon. Um, boy, I hope he rolls over soon. Boy, I hope he like ever sits up. His head is like 50 pounds. So I don't know how that's going to happen. But <sighs> Yeah. I mean, yeah, it seems like that those things would have to kind of give way at some point to that, to the, the, the head fears. I feel like I'm just going to be so lame. And I used to think this, I'm not, I wouldn't think this like seriously about people, but like it is a thing where there's people who like you like make stuff that you like and then they have a kid and then like that become that like every comedian ever like yeah. has a kid and all of a sudden they're like, all right, I've got a, I've got a tight five about kids stuff. And it's like, uh, all right, <laughs> a little bit predictable, but like I get how it happens because it's like, it's like all, man, it's like all I think about. And it, it like similarly to the way where like all I used to think about was like a hot, fresh new angle for the next Griffin's Amiibo Corner episode. Like I don't <laughs> think that anymore because I don't have time to think that. All I think about is this fucking rash and when it's going to clear up um, and whether I'm going to get like nasty emails from the other daycare parents about bringing my, bringing my uh, little contagion like <laughs> Vector, boy to, to school yeah so you're saying there we're we're probably not gonna see like a um like a baby themed uh monster factory or anything like that oh, i thought you were gonna say podcast and i was like that would be <laughs> that would be the laziest production ever this is huh. this is a, this is technically a pilot the, the last five minutes have been a pilot for my baby themed podcast mm-hmm. um um no i mean monster factory even is like Monster Factory is so much work. Like it's some of those games. Right. Like I have to really get deep in the guts of those things and like fuck mm-hmm. them up on a molecular level. <laughs> um, I spent a month working on the Dark Souls One Monster Factory where I like learned how to replace all the textures oh and like God. install those. Mo- like yeah. I spent fucking forever like doing that. And so like um, I was hot shit for a while keeping Monster Factory on like a biweekly schedule and like making like two or three videos for Polygon a week. And now it's like one maybe. Um, so like I've fallen, I've fallen. All of my stuff used to it. It used to be so finely tuned, um, and now it isn't. And luckily, I haven't gotten any like complaints. I don't think from folks who are like, "Boy, you used to make a whole lot more stuff before you were a dad." Like, yeah, I get it. <laughs> uh, I mean, wow, that would be uh, kind of. <laughs> I can't imagine the the mentality that would would say that kind of thing i mean i guess i can but uh... i can i can fucking absolutely can. <laughs> i mean our, our listeners are super cool and we've had to like push back episodes so i had to push back an episode of adventure zone um which like was is really tough because like on th- the thursdays that adventure zone comes out like until i press the button i get like a tweet a minute like where's it at give me it oh I got my god lunch coming up come on give me it which is like when i'm sitting there trying to get the final edit done on it is super stressful um even even like despite that when i had to push back an episode because henry had like an ear infection and i just like didn't have time folks were like super cool about it like our 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 um listenership is like pretty fucking chill about mm-hmm. stuff like that so um, I don't, I don't sweat that. I just like, I want to make, I want to make good stuff, but I also like really hope that folks appreciate the fact that like, that isn't as important to me anymore. <laughs> Cause I have this new thing that is like the most, like the most important thing. Right. It's, it's sort of your, um, the most important piece of content you've ever created. Yeah. Really. I created this cool <laughs> piece of content. <laughs> I'm sorry. Ah. <laughs> uh, Sorry for calling your baby content. Um, uh, I will say though about like the folks who um, like consume the content that I make and sort of their relationship with me now that I'm a dad is like 
there is a lot of pointing out um like this dude that used to review amiibos by putting them in his mouth like last year <laughs> is responsible for the the guardianship of a human life and it's like yeah i get it that's good that's fair <laughs> fair point i'm mystified by that too yeah yeah um and i okay, so i did want to that does sort of remind me of of something the um the amiibo uh corner thing was that where where a lot of this stuff started like where a lot of the kinds of um I mean, because people, I think, have this impression of you as someone who, oh, how do I put it, um, likes uh, likes to make uh, jokes about four, <laughs> um, is, I guess, how I would put it. Somebody sent me the, et- the like, etymology of this gag. I think it was, like, a, I think it was just, like, a Mabim Bam episode, and... I, I like brought up, I just like said it on the show. I was like, have you guys heard of this? Have you guys very Jay Leno ass. Like, yeah, this thing is called War. I don't know. It's, I've, st- I've, here's the thing. I've tried to stop doing yeah, like, I've because, well, it's, it's just like, um, first of all, I had like a day where, and I don't know if this was like a coordinated effort or something, but I had like a bunch of people like hit me up on Twitter and, um, say like hey this is tired like this is a fucking this is a fucking tired joke and it seems like it was it's all you ever do anymore and like um i i wish it i wish it wasn't so um i wish it wasn't all over everything that you do it's probably that was probably cool games inc related just because like there have been episodes where it's like we did a dentistry game that you do from inside the mouth and i imagine that that one was a well, that wasn't the episode you were on was it no god i was on the austin powers episode god which fucking one um <laughs> But like I, I, a lot of people said that, and like that was uh, a bummer. Like I'm open to like uh, criticism or whatever. But like when I think there's a, some people who like get together to like, oh. all right, let's make sure we dump this all at once. Um, that kind of stinks. But but I also like agree, right? Like, sure. and I also I it, I have this internal conflict with like, it's it. I'm sure it's somebody something, and so like my goofs about it are like it could be read as like a judgment of um i don't know the right word like uh, judgment of like you're yucking uh, their yums yeah i'm, I'm yeah. yucking their yums in a major in a major way and that's not to co- comment on the quality of the yum but just like <laughs> um i've built like I, I don't know i don't i don't i don't like doing that with other stuff but sure. for a long time i was just like this is this one's okay because it's so it's so out there. But like it's not it's not out there to some folks. Mm-hmm. And then now I don't want people to hear this and like Griffin jumps to the the defensive of <laughs> or, or whatever. I genuinely don't have any feelings about it uh, other than the fact that like um it was a it was a, a a character trait of the Griffin character I play on podcasts sometimes that I thought it would yeah. be funny if he was into it, but like um, I don't know. I, it's, I, I don't know. I, I, it has become my brand and that's fine. Cause I'm fucking made that bed. Um, <laughs> but like, it's man, I, have a, I get a lot of it, like a lot of uh-huh, it, uh-huh. like a lot of it. <laughs> that that's really interesting, uh, to hear you say that about the, the character thing, because, um, I was just talking to a friend of mine, uh, yesterday for, my other show, uh, the dad show, Dad Feelings, um, about Vince McMahon and about wrestling and just um, was it I, on the subject of him as a as a dad and his as, quality as uh, yeah, well, as a real dad, um, but then also just sort of as like the 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 dad the evil dad of the WWE, yeah. Um, but Vince McMahon, like that was it was I was thinking a lot because I'm not someone who's really deeply into wrestling, but I know that you are somewhat of a fan. Um, I'm a fair weather wrestling fan. I watch WrestleMania and I watch some of the pay-per-views and I've watched some of, there's a wrestler named Shinsuke Nakamura who I'm like obsessed with. Right. Um, yeah. And I used to really like Daniel Bryan, but then he got injured and I'll come to some events. Yeah, I guess so. I don't like what it's, <laughs> it's, it represents if, if uh, to me, a wrestling fan is somebody who like watches uh, raw and SmackDown every week. And that's like seven fucking hours of television. And I don't understand how 
anybody does that. Who has seven hours to watch television, the same television every week? Like, it doesn't make sense. Right. I mean, they probably don't have a baby. Um, they might, but they um, might, yeah, they might not have a baby and be producing all of these these shows. Um, but no, I mean, it's interesting because wrestling to me is like you have people who are portraying characters, but now are sort of expected to to sort of like everyone knows at this point like kayfabe is kind of right we're in like a post kayfabe era in a way um i don't know anything about wrestling so please don't at me if that is not right um but no, i think you're good you're good <laughs> um but we still we have this this hard time i think um online like distinguishing like who a person is and who a character is and um especially because if you're trying to to sort of sell a character as a genuine as genuine or like as a part of you but maybe not a full part of you and i guess that maybe sounds more duplicitous than i mean it to but just like you were saying like the the four thing was like a part of this this griffin character on the podcast um, right and it was like a fun bit and um it's like how do you how do you navigate that? Like, because you're, you're putting out like these fun comedy stuff, but like the show isn't in the context of like, it's not like framed as like, this is a fictional show where I'm playing this character. Yeah, sure. And well, I'll, to be honest, to take it one level deeper, I also think it is kind of funny that I am in a vor prison that I am trying to Shawshank <laughs> Redemption my way. I know this, I'm serious, where people are like, yeah, sure. Yeah, all right. right. Yes. Sure, you're not into it. I like uh, it. It. I am um, some days bummed out by the amount of just like just um, kind of lazy is not maybe the word I want to use, but just like somebody will just tweet me the word vor, and it's like that's not <laughs> anything. And so when I get inundated with stuff like that, I'm like, oh boy, why have I done this? But I also think there is something kind of funny about like i did make this bed and now i have to like try to get out of this bed before i am like completely destroyed by the bed um <laughs> right, like i right. think there is something i think there is something kind of funny about that um and so it's not it's not whatever it's not like a net loss i don't know how to i don't know how to navigate it because it it uh i don't i don't know how to handle this situation um but i'm not i'm saying it's also not completely without um its own sort of humor uh i i guess i don't really think about like the griffin character or whatever like um a really good example of this we do a show called the McElroy brothers will be in trolls too and by that i mean we were got high in portland and recorded a single episode of it um and episode two is coming real soon i'm really excited for it um but that's that's a perfect example of this like podcast kayfabe of just like do I really think I'm going to be in Trolls 2? Yes, absolutely. Go listen to the podcast. You're going to love it. <laughs> um, but like that entire show is built around that, is built around that whole yeah. premise. It's just like, is this the character that you're playing of a person who very desperately believes they're going to be in Trolls 2? Um, or do you really want to be in Trolls 2? And the answer is, I would love to be in Trolls 2. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's... Um... Yeah, I think we all we all do. We want all that. want to be in trolls too. No, no, I, I mean, I also, we all want uh, you to be in trolls too. Oh, thank. Well, uh, also, there's it's just very competitive. <laughs> right, I, think, yeah. I also think I think most folks get it. Like, and I think that it's not like, um, I I think most folks aren't trying to like discern like what is yeah. real and what is in character. I think like a lot of people just like like buy into the 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 goof and like think that that's fun without like reading reading a lot more into it and i think the people who are reading a lot more into it also most of them aren't doing it in earnest like most people who like send me um you know vor art or whatever are doing it as a as a joke and not like hey i found something that's really gonna flip your lid yeah uh, i found something that's really gonna <laughs> you know curl your toes or whatever it's just like people who are also trying to get in on the get on the joke which like yeah go for it yeah. Awesome. Well, um, we only do one real segment on this show. Um, right. And I mean, aside from what this is its own thing, I guess. Um, but I started doing this thing where I ask 
the guest to recommend something and I also recommend something and that can Ooh. be it can be a piece of media it can just be kind of an experience it can be a product it can be um so things that people have recommended in the past um someone recommended a this thing called a tub shroom that goes in your your shower drain and it catches all your hair um and then uh someone recommended a documentary on X Japan that was on um uh Netflix or or Apple TV or something um so I don't think I <laughs> brought this up beforehand. So sorry to put you on the spot. Um, no. If, I can go first if you want or if you have something. Um, I mean, I have a lot. Like, I have, I, 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 like, having such limited free time has made me, like, in a weird way, like, more enthusiastic about the very few things that I do spend yeah. my free time on. And so, like, I'm trying to figure out, like, what one thing it would, <laughs> it would be. Um, why don't you do yours first? And okay. Maybe, maybe yours is one of mine and it'll help pare down the list. Okay. Um, so my roommate, Eric Thurm runs an event series called Drunk Education. It's formerly, formerly known as Drunk Ted, but Ted, um, they made him change it. Um, so it's a series of events that happens in New York and sometimes in other cities. I think there's going to be some in Philly and DC. Um, in the next couple months, but basically what it is, is people uh, get drunk and then give like a PowerPoint presentation on a topic that um, could be like, I did one um, in October last year that was about witches. Uh, there's been ones on um, just topics like confessions. Uh, he's done roasts of literary men. Um, and so the site for that is drunkeducation.com. Um, or you can just follow it at Drunk Educate on Twitter. Um, they're super funny events. Like the idea is like you learn something, but they're also just very, very funny. Um, and there's always great people giving them. So I would recommend if you can um, making it out to one of those. Um, I didn't decide on mine while you were talking. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Um, I can I do three, please. Uh, I've been playing Prey lately. Okay. Is it's um it's it's really good and I'm I don't like it's been a while since I've like gotten into like a the world of a game as deep as I've gotten into um prey uh and the way that have you have you is that is that your I, jam at all or so I have to admit that I um haven't been following games as much as I used to the right most, I've I've been playing some Oculus things because my roommate has one oh what are you into um. Uh, I've just been messing around with sort of things he has. So, like, I was playing the Rick and Morty thing, which is kind of oh, cool. Yeah. It was, like, the job simulator guys, I think. Um, and then there's this, like, wizard game where you're, like, hucking fireballs around, which is yeah, kind of neat. Yeah, It's, like, okay, one. but it's sort of just, like, mm, I don't know. I think I saw your tweet about it, like, why do we have to be fighting? Like, <laughs> right. It's a VR game where you can do magic. Why do you have to, like, kill the other person? Yeah. Um, then, is there anything I, that you would that? You yeah, would I have recommend? a fourth thing. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Google Earth, Google Earth VR with Oculus oh, right, yes. Rift, it fucking owns. Like it's so cool. Like um, uh, just being able to like f fly around the world like Superman and like zoom in and like most cities, it does a fairly good job of like um bump mapping it so that it looks like the buildings are buildings oh, and nice. things have like 3D shape. Like it, it, I spent an hour just sort of like soaring around. Anyway, Prey is good. My recommendation is not to play Prey, but if you do play it, put on some <laughs> headphones because like the the sound in that game is. Is Prey is it stellar. is it like a is it like a Bioshock like or it's not Bioshock very a Bioshock, system shocky very, kind of thing? It's yes. I mean, both of those are the same thing. Yeah, yes, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> um, maybe to a fault, like a lot of the stuff is just like these gilded gold patterns on every door that look very bioshocky but i think the game has like a tone all its own and boy howdy that sound is really good um uh friends at the table i'm sure has been suggested yes. here i know you have austin on it's like the only podcast i listen to it's really good and also there's a show on netflix and i just started watching it yesterday uh -huh. um because my 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 baby had to stay home from daycare and so like i had like a day off work kind of and i didn't like know what to do with it while we were like chilling on the couch so i put on this show it's called japanese style originator uh-huh and somebody recommended it to me as a as a joke because i i say on my brother my brother me i say <laughs> talk about like doing things in the japanese style um as sort of like a um i was just trying to be kind of uh, annoying when I got back from my honeymoon <laughs> in Japan and talking about like how 
everything over there is better, even though it absolutely is. And so this, but I watched it and it is so good. It's just about like, they tackle a different subject. There's like 28 or so episodes on there right now. And it's about just sort of like traditional Japanese things, but they go like so deep into like the history of them. And there's a whole episode about like, and it's like an hour and a half long about Japanese gardens and how like, Every single thing in every Japanese garden has like um, a, a a function or a a like sort of artistic purpose, and all of those purposes have their own names. And there's a reason why this arched bridge looks like this. Um, and there's also like food episodes that are like just really really good foodborne stuff that. Um, I don't know. I just, I watched like four episodes of it yesterday and just kind of like blissed out. It is, it is, it's very good TV. Yeah, that sounds great. I'm going to check it out. Also, there's a really good dog in a lot of the episodes. <laughs> nice. That's always a plus. Uh, well, I think that that was will, it, Were uh, mine good? I worried that mine weren't good No, enough. yours were great. They're good. I, I did a triple A, I did a triple A video game. I feel like people <laughs> on this show are so much cooler than I am. No, I, no, no, no. I want to try Google Earth. It sounds like a very good use of VR. Much better than, like, blowing up a, a wizard man. Yeah, I, 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 like, I have this dream of a game that's, like, I love, like, online games. Not so much, like, um wow or anything just that has like an mmorpg sort of like grindy structure but anything that has like cool social yes. functionality and there's 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 not a whole lot of like good stuff like that like, on there like like uh second something second lifey but not second life. but not but not that kind of second yeah life. Just, i mean when you talk about this kind of stuff like on cgi um yeah it's like exactly my thing. Um, I don't know if you ever played this game, like Gens of Icarus. Mm, no, um, no. It was like a team-based, like you basically had like four people piloting this airship. Yeah, um, I think I'm you, familiar with it. Yeah. yeah, it was a very good idea. But what I wanted was that, but just like, this is like, and you know, you share this space and whenever you log in, you're sort of just like, you come out of your like, your chambers or whatever, and you're just hanging out with your friends on this like airship. Yeah. And uh, maybe you can like decorate it. Maybe you like explore like ruins or something. But I, I just want like a, a VR thing where you're just like hanging out with people like that, but in a space that you sort of uh, control or can like change. Yeah, something I, like I just want an apartment. Like I just want an apartment <laughs> yeah. that I can like buy and My collect VR furniture for, and then like folks can come over and we can play checkers. Like. <laughs> That's it. That's all I want. And I think what's so frustrating is that all the pieces are there and a lot of them are scattered across all of these different games, but it's just that nobody's really, there's a game called alt space that I've played a bit of. Um, and I think I talked about this on cool games Inc, but there was like a, a night where I was on there and I was getting really into chess. Um, and so I was just like playing around and I went in this room and there was a big chess board. And so I started playing with just this stranger and we were chatting about chess. And then we heard some noise coming from down the hallway and we turned the corner and there's this big theater and this guy had loaded up his son's wrestling videos that he found on YouTube. <laughs> and so he like explained the scoring structure of wrestling. And like, we all just kind of stood around like watching this for a while until it got um, frankly kind of weird. And then we turned <laughs> and we went and finished our chess game. And that was like my night. And I was like, really fucking cool. And like, that's all I, that's all I want from this thing. Uh, yeah. And, and, um, I'm, I'm just surprised. Like, I think something like that would be so successful. And, um, Facebook has this new like chat protocol where you can like snap pictures in the virtual space and like comment on them and like drag in, um, like virtual physical files from your computer for folks to look at. And, like, that's really cool. Just let me do that in an, an apartment that I own and I can choose the rug for. <laughs> yeah, that's key that um the rug but the yeah i am god whoever cracks that they're gonna they're it might gonna... be me like i might be i might i'm yeah i have to be me and I, I don't know how to make a game but i think you just like no it's easy you just make the the room is just a big box right yeah and it's gray so you have to like paint the box and you put some textures slap some textures on there easy yeah you're done you've basically already made it it's all just boxes and <laughs> it's just boxes spheres. and triangles it's just boxes and triangles they're different colors it's yep. so easy it's so easy i don't know what people are always complaining about like call of duty is just like a bunch of triangles like a billion triangles it's yeah 
You and just it takes keep adding a, more. It, it takes a while to put all the triangles <laughs> in the right place, but well, I think that that'll do it um, for us this week um, on the show. I thank you for coming on. Thank you for recommending a bunch of uh, of cool stuff. Um, I mean, everyone who listens to the show, I'm sure, knows where they can find your stuff online. But just in case they don't, um, do you want to tell people where your Twitter and like and yeah, sure stuff um, is. My Twitter is my name, Griffin McElroy, and um, you can find all our, the videos I make at youtube.com slash polygon. Um, and I, I, we had to like make a McElroy family of products website. It's just McElroyshows.com because there mm-hmm. were like, there's like 30. And so like, that's probably the best central <laughs> hub. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's where. Thank you for having me. This was fun. Yeah, no, it was great. Um, and, uh, yeah, I hope you have a, a good day and hope that, um, the hand and foot and hand and foot and mouth, is that three? All yeah, three? it's all three of them and, uh, adults can get it too. So that might oh, be geez. fun. Well, <laughs> fingers crossed that you don't. And then that clears up real quick. Um, and I'll talk to you later. All right. Bye. Cool. Bye. Secrets is hosted by Merrick Kay and produced and edited by me, Nick Bravo. Woodland Secrets is a part of Stay Mean, the world's only podcast network. We're entirely listener-supported. If you enjoy the show, please consider becoming a patron of Stay Mean at woodlandsecrets.co support. For as little as three bucks a month, you'll get access to a monthly newsletter and frequent bonus episodes of our shows. If you'd like to have a message read on the show, head to woodlandsecrets.co slash messages. You can help people find out about the show. Please mention us on Twitter. We're at Woodland Podcast and at Stay Mean Co. Or rate and review us in iTunes. We really appreciate it. Thanks for listening.